It's time for America Outdoors Radio, the show that covers the outdoor scene across the U.S. of A. and the entire continent. Fishing, hunting, conservation, outdoor recreation, and great destinations, we cover it all every week. It's your country, your outdoors. Let's explore it together with your host, John Cruz. Welcome aboard. The Christmas season is definitely in full swing, and I hope the holidays have been treating you well. With any luck, you'll get some time off, get to spend some time with family and friends, and maybe, just maybe, have a little time to get out there for some fishing and hunting. I actually got to do just that this week. Got to go hunting with my friend Dwayne England. He is the host of Fish Hunt Northwest, and we went with Ross Outdoor Adventures for a Tuesday duck hunt. Had a great time. There were six of us. Some of the folks there were old friends. Some of them were new ones, but the shooting was steady. We end up with 22 ducks for the day for the six of us. Not too shabby at all. And if you want to find out more about hunting at Potholes Reservoir in the Columbia Basin for ducks and geese, check out RossOutdoorAdventures.com. Very well-run guide service. And check out my friend's show, too. That would be Fish Hunt Northwest. You can view it on the Root Sports Channel every Sunday morning between 9 and 10 a.m. It also streams online on the Fish Hunt Northwest Facebook page and YouTube channel, Thursday nights from 6 to 7 p.m. This week on the show, we've got some great guests for you. One of them you'll hear from in just a minute is my old friend Scott Croft. He's with Boat US, and he's got some good tips for you regarding taking care of your boat this winter. It's not just a matter of winterizing it. No, there's a few more things you need to do on top of that, too, and he'll share those with you. Another guest we'll talk to today is Trey Karskadin. He's with O'Loughlin Trade Shows. They put on sportsman shows and RV shows and boat shows out in the Pacific Northwest in Oregon and Washington. And they've got a really big boat show coming up January 10th through the 14th in Portland, Oregon at the Expo Center. We are talking about 200,000 square feet that's going to be chalk full of boats. As a matter of fact, we are talking about the largest selection of fishing boats between 15 and 25 feet that you're going to probably find anywhere in the United States, definitely west of the Mississippi. And I'll tell you what, a lot of folks come here, not just from the Northwest, not just from California, but all the way from the Great Lakes because there's so many aluminum and fiberglass fishing boats available here. The selection's great, and it being the first show of the season, You've got the pick of the litter, and I can tell you, talking to boat dealers, they are very motivated to sell because sales were very slow this fall, and they need to get some inventory out the door, so this is your chance to save. And while you're in the Northwest, you might want to consider a visit to the border of Idaho and southeast Washington. Michelle Peters, the president and CEO of Visit Lewis Clark Valley, will tell you about the great winter recreation opportunities available here. For example... This winter, you can fish the Clearwater River in Idaho, either from a boat or from shore, and have a legitimate shot at catching a steelhead that can weigh up to 20 pounds in size. I know, I've done just that. I caught an 18-pounder there a few years ago, and Michelle's caught him even bigger than that. You can also fish the Snake River or... Take a tour of Hell's Canyon, which is North America's deepest gorge, even deeper than the Grand Canyon. It's beautiful, remote, rugged country, and you can actually help deliver the mail on a mail route there that a jet boat traverses some 80 miles of the river delivering mail every Wednesday, and you're invited to join in and see a whole bunch of wildlife and learn a lot of history during the process. 
Our final guests of the day, that would be Mark Holyoke with the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation. They're always busy this time of year with their Christmas celebrations going on in Las Vegas, but they're always doing habitat work too, and they've made some significant funds available for agencies to map wildlife migration corridors. Why is this important? Well, it's really important when it comes to the well-being of our herds when it comes to elk and antelope and deer and mark will tell you more about this towards the end of our program today in addition to this we've got some outdoors news about the company that may well have the best rimfire rifle ammunition around and a heartwarming story from florida where a service dog missing for five weeks was reunited with his owner a former navy seal Next up on America Outdoors Radio, we've got Scott Croft on the line. He's with the Boat Owners Association of the United States, also known as Boat US. And he's got some tips for all of you out there to get your boat ready for that long winter nap. Scott, great to have you back on the show. It's great to be back at the holiday season. Thanks for having me on. Well, Merry Christmas to you and yours, sir. And let's run through this together. A very short press release you put out, but you had some three really good tips for boat owners that are getting ready for the winter. And the first one is actually about reading the contract for wherever you store your boat. Yep, read every page. And people say, why do I need to do that? You know, that document says everything about the critical safety rules to live by over the winter. Contracts are different whether you keep your boat outside, inside, various kinds of storage. You know, and, and they also include work rules. And those common ones are things of like, you know, their safety. You know, no heaters, no portable generators, batteries must be disconnected. Why all the rules? You know, it's just really, you're not getting around the fact that we're all together, packed in together, boats together, side by side, and it tees up a heck of an increased fire hazard. So for the greater good of everybody, follow those rules to the letter. You know, people put their boats away and they think they're scot-free, but the first thing you really need to do is, is take a look at that contract really closely and live by those work rules all winter long. All right, the next one, just say no, not to drugs, but in this case, to power cords. Explain this. <laughs> you know, I talked to about five marina owners, and every single one of them spoke to me. They said, Scotty, what really keeps me up at night are power cords. People leaving on power cords. Not only do people not quite understand the sizing or the length of runs and the electricity that's flowing in them through various cords, extra connections. It's also what they're plugged into. It could be plugged into a heater, which is really no uh, excuse for winter, a proper winterization of the engine, by the way. But, you know, battery chargers, things like that. Don't use a power cord. If you do need to do some off-season work like I do, I'll go to the marina office and I'll tell them I'm there and I'll say, hey, can I use a power cord today? Most times it's no problem, but they, they want you to remove those cords after you've done doing the work if it's allowed. And then we've got visit your boat and do it safely. Yeah. Well, you know, like I said before, everybody thinks they're scot-free if you're a boat owner and you're like, summer's over, I can relax. That's pretty much the case, but you really should visit the boat at least once a year. You want to know why? There's a lot of critters that can get in. You know, the prime reason, the winter covers, 
storms rip them off. You want to make sure that stuff is keeping the moisture out of the boat, keeping the critters out. You know, you may wake up in April and find that there's been a raccoon nest in there, and you really don't want that. Oftentimes, that's not even covered by your insurance policy. So making a, a winter visit to the boat and a state winter visit, when I talk about that is, you know, listen, it's icy. If your boat's in the water or on a lift uh, at a marina, bring somebody with you. You know, a fall into the drink this time of year, it's going to be hard for anybody to hear you. And, and every year I read about a story of somebody who fell in and nobody heard him, and it was in the middle of winter and it's a tragic incident. Bring somebody with you. And, uh, you know, things like common sense, tie off ladders. If you're going to crawl on your boat and you have a, you know, you do have a pathway on your boat, I always bring a, a broom. And, I, and the broom goes first before me. I always keep one hand onto the boat, one hand on the broom, and then if I need to move around a little bit, I'm not, you know, walking on a bunch of ice and snow. So you really need to do it safely. Try to do it more than once. I know it's hard for some folks, but at least one visit every year during the winter. One last thing for folks looking for a last-minute Christmas gift, a membership to Boat US might be a good idea. What's involved with this? How much does it cost, and how do you get it? Boat US membership offers unlimited towing, both saltwater and freshwater, the pricing just went up a little bit. I believe it's for unlimited freshwater towing is $109 a year. Saltwater, a little bit more than that, or it's around $160, $165, all at BoatUS.com. Don't be one of those 100,000 people who call us every year. They break down in the water, and some of them don't have any coverage for towing, whether it's, a, you, know, you may even have it on your insurance policy. That's a good thing, too. But our unlimited towing program with Boat U.S. membership will take care of that. Any boat you own, rent or borrow. All right. That's BoatUS.com. Join today. And, Scott, thanks for the great winter tips when it comes to Thank boat. Thank you, everybody. Have a very Merry Christmas, and hope your boat is snug all winter long. In today's news, I'm cooking a brisket. Let's go to Jill at my house to see how it's going. This is your house and you brought me and the crew to check on your brisket? That's correct, Jill. How's it looking? This is a Camp Chef Woodwind Wi-Fi. You know you, you can check your cook right from your phone, right? I didn't know that was an option, Jill. Well, never mind. But before you leave, can you feed the dog? What? No, no. When we get back, why is my check engine light on? The answer may shock me. Why book at Sportsman's Cove Lodge? Why is Alaska like no other place on Earth? It hasn't changed in thousands of years. From the way you get here on a float plane to the way you go out with the guides and the boats, it's just a professional experience. And I said, this is as good as it gets. I said, if you can't catch fish here, you can't catch fish anywhere. Your experience with us will leave you speechless. Book now at alaskasbestlodge.com. Come explore the Dalles in Oregon for outdoors fun. Hike amongst the wildflowers, bike our riverfront trail, or visit the Gorge Discovery Center where you can enjoy a live raptor display. Or even check out our National Neon Sign Museum. But don't forget the fishing. We've got salmon, steelhead, bass, walleye, and monster-sized sturgeon waiting just for you. When the day is done, tell those tall tales at one of our wineries, breweries, or restaurants and plan your next adventure. Find out more at explorethedalles.com. 
Looking to reel in the marketing opportunity of a lifetime? Then set the hook because we've got it right here. America Outdoors Radio has sponsorships available, and we offer an affordable platform to reach thousands of listeners interested in fishing, hunting, and the outdoors. Find out more by contacting host John Cruz through his website at AmericanOutdoorsRadio.com. That's AmericanOutdoorsRadio.com. But hurry, if you wait too long, this big opportunity might just get away. That's AmericanOutdoorsRadio.com. Next, we've got Trey Karski that on the line with old Lachlan Trade Shows. They put in all sorts of sportsman shows, boat shows, and RV shows in the Pacific Northwest. And we're going to tell you about the first one of the year. It is the Portland Boat Show. Now, you're probably wondering why we're telling you about a boat show in January before Christmas. Well, let me explain why. That's because a lot of folks out there are hoping for a really big Christmas present. And what would be better than the promise of a brand new boat and go down and pick it out at the Portland Boat Show that's running January 10th through the 14th at the Expo Center in Portland, Oregon. Trey, great to have you back on the air. John, great to be back with you. Thank you so much. So tell our listeners more about the Portland Boat Show. Well, you know, it's the first major boat show of the year. And, you know, the sweet spot for the Portland Boat Show is it is, without a doubt, one of the top, if not the top, sport fishing boat show in the country, particularly in that under 25-foot range. So, you know, folks are looking for, you know, either a forward helm, like a windshield-style boat, or an open boat, center console, a sport fisher, you know, for offshore use or big water use whether it's glass or aluminum, uh, you'll find the best selection of fishing boats at this show than you will anywhere in the country. And probably the greatest diversity, you know, from the small stuff that uh, ranges from, uh, you know, small trailables that you pull with the car upward to the, you know, the full-on offshore boats that are 30-some feet plus that they'll use out in Big Blue. Now, this is all taking place at the Expo Center. There's a lot of square footage available here. Just how many boats are going to be here? How big of an event is this? You know, it's it's roughly, I'm going to say right around 250,000 square feet. And with that, we've got probably 200,000 square feet of new boats and then another, you know, 50,000 of, you know, gently used used boats. So there's going to be quite a few used boats this year at the show, which we're pretty excited about because that gives folks, you know, an opportunity to look at something that, you know, really is tailored to their budget. Uh, the dealers will be there to talk to you about those boats. And then, of course, on the new boat side, you've got all the major brands represented. So it's a big show. And uh, particularly when, you know, you, you understand, you know, really what the focus of the show is. Of course, there's uh, ski boats and wakeboard boats and lake surfing boats and pleasure boats and cruisers and, and everything else. But uh, again, I you'd be hard-pressed to find a better selection of fishing boats anywhere you know, beyond the Portland Boat Show. We're talking to Trey Karskadin with Lachlan Trade Shows about the Portland Boat Show taking place in Portland, Oregon at the Expo Center January 10th through the 14th. You can find out more about it at pdxboatshow.com. That's pdxboatshow.com. What about small boats like, you know, little car toppers and kayaks and canoes? Are they going to be there too? 
There'll be a few, but actually we do a pretty good job of, the, you know, like the kayak. We have a huge kayak show going on at our sportsman show in Portland, the Pacific Northwest Sportsman Show in February. But there'll be some smaller, you know, in that 14-foot range uh, that are not quite car toppers, but uh, can be pulled with a small trailer. There may be a few uh, there, but uh, really the focus is 15 feet, you know, 25 to 30 feet in that range is the the bulk of the uh, fishing boats with a few over 30 feet as well. And, and I'm sure folks are well aware of this, John, but it is absolutely the best place to strike your best deal. So if you're thinking about a, a, a boat in 2024, this is a place to go shopping and to put it together. You're going to have the manufacturer incentives. You're going to have, you know, uh, competitive pricing because, you know, these dealers are looking to make a deal and get as much going as they can early in the year. They've been two, three months without a whole lot going on in their showrooms. So they're looking to uh, get some business rolling at this show and, and get the deals made. And that brings up another question. You know, during COVID, boats were really hard to come by. If you could find them, you're paying a premium. And some of the accessories, like boat motors, I remember specifically Yamaha had all sorts of problems because they couldn't get the electronic chips that they needed from China or wherever it was for their outboards. Have those problems been resolved? I mean, is the inventory up? Is this a good time to buy a boat? They have largely been resolved, yes. You know, there's still some, some wait times with some of the aluminum manufacturers. There's still a little bit out there, but, but not like they were a year ago, for sure. I mean, those, those wait times are half of what they were. And engines don't seem to be a, a big issue anymore uh, either. There seems to be good inventories. We're talking to the dealers right now and getting a sense of what they're bringing to the show in, uh, in January. And, you know, from our early conversations, it looks like there's going to be a, a lot of New stuff coming and cool stuff that uh, hasn't been around and been available for the last couple of years. All right. Well, if you want to give your special somebody a boat for Christmas, just tell them you're going to do it, and they get to pick it out at the Portland Boat Show. Again, it's taking place at the Portland Expo Center in Portland, Oregon, January 10th through the 14th. The website to go to, pdxboatshow.com. One last thing. Is this just a regional show for folks in Washington, Oregon, or are you going to be drawing folks from other places as well? You know, uh, we will. Actually, last time that we had a show on this caliber was 2020. And folks came up from the Great Lakes, and there was a number of folks that purchased boats from the Great Lakes because, you know, there's the best representation literally in the world of all the aluminum boats at this show. So they were coming out looking at, you know, some of the, you know, the offshores, the big water boats. They were looking at some of the open stuff that we do and some of the forward helm in the well aluminum series boats because, you know, you won't find a better selection on anywhere on the planet than at the show. So, yeah, we pull from really all the way from Lake Ontario, all the way, you know, certainly to Seattle and throughout the Northwest. Okay, so whether you're listening on KPAY out of Chico, California, or on one of our stations in the Midwest, or even KTKN out of Ketchikan, Alaska, make plans to come to the Portland Boat Show one more time, January 10th through the 14th, 2024. The website to go to, pdxboatshow.com. Trey, thanks for sharing this with us today. Thanks so much, John. Really appreciate it. Planning a day at the range or plinking targets with your friends? Or... Maybe you're looking to do some small game hunting with a rimfire rifle. Either way, they're going to be impressed when you show up 
with a Henry Golden Boy lever action rifle. This beauty has a brass light finish, a wooden stock and grip, and a blue 20-inch octagon barrel that makes this rifle handle great, and it is accurate too, especially for offhand shooting. Want to up your Golden Boy rifle game? You can order a deluxe engraved edition or one with a personalized inscription. Like every rifle manufactured by Henry Repeating Arms, this has a lifetime guarantee. Find out more about the world-famous Golden Boy Rifle and order a free catalog, too, at HenryUSA.com. That's HenryUSA.com for Henry Repeating Arms, made in America, and a proud sponsor of America Outdoors Radio. telling you about Sportsman's Cove Lodge in Southeast Alaska for a while now. They're truly Alaska's best lodge. Wildlife is abundant from bears and deer to eagles and whales. And let's not forget the reason you're here, the fishing, halibut, salmon, lingcod, rockfish, true cod, and more. It's all waiting for you in abundance at Sportsman's Cove Lodge. Book your trip today at alaskasbestlodge.com. That's alaskasbestlodge.com for Sportsman's Cove Lodge. This is the Rolling Knife Sharpener by WorkSharp. Designed to make sharpening fast, easy, and work every time. Snap to your angle, select your abrasive, and make sharp happen. Sharpen your kitchen knives, large and small, Japanese knives, and even pocket knives. The magnetic angle base secures a wide range of knives at four set angles. Three premium abrasives deliver fast sharpening and exceptional results. The tri-axle drive system allows you to follow the curve of your longest blade. And the soft touch grip ensures comfort and safety during the entire sharpening process. Add confidence to your cuts. Make sharp happen. You're back in with America Outdoors Radio. I'm John Cruz. Our next stop is the Lewis and Clark Valley. It is the gateway to Hell's Canyon, North America's deepest gorge. And the president of Visit Lewis Clark Valley is none other than Michelle Peters. She's not only the longtime president, but also the longtime CEO. Michelle, great to have you back on the air. Well, thank you. You know, we've had you frequently on Northwestern Outdoors Radio, our regional show, but I really wanted to introduce our national audience to all that you have to offer. And I think most people, when they think of recreating on the Snake River or in Hell's Canyon, they think of summertime recreation, maybe spring or fall, but there's stuff to do in your area in the winter, too. And the first thing that pops to mind 
isn't Hell's Canyon, it's actually the Clearwater River in Idaho because it's got a fantastic winter fishery for steelhead, doesn't it? They do. The Clearwater River has both the A run and B run of steelhead. So depending on the time of year, this time we're excited because the B run fish are coming in and they could be up to 20 pounds. Now, as most of our listeners know, the, the steelhead is an ocean-going rainbow trout. And these bee-run fish, and these are hatchery fish, folks, they are absolutely monstrous. Again, a 20-pound steelhead is a steelhead of a lifetime. I caught my biggest steelhead on the clear water a few years back, a 18-plus pounder. And generally speaking, anything over 10 is considered a good fish, especially when it comes to summer steelhead. And I think a lot of people get confused, and they think that these steelhead, because we're catching them in the winter, are winter steelhead, but they're not. Nope, they're definitely the summer run coming in. And we've had this conversation before. You are quite the fisher person yourself. What's the biggest steelhead you've gotten out of the Clearwater or Snake River? It was on the Clearwater. It was just a little over 20 pounds. Also caught a monster Chinook in Hell's Canyon right at the mouth of the Salmon River, and it was 45 pounds. Oh my goodness, that is a monstrous fish indeed. All right, let's turn our attention to Hell's Canyon, North America's deepest gorge. You know, three seasons out of the year, you've got quite a few jet boat companies that are offering tours up there. There's also a lot of fishing guides that work that area. Things get a little quieter in the winter, but there's still some opportunities, isn't there? Yes, every Wednesday in Hell's Canyon, Beamer's Hell's Canyon Tours does the U.S. mail boat run each week. So you can join them and actually help deliver the mail in the canyon. That is super cool. How far do they go up on the mailboat run? It goes up approximately 80 miles. And folks, there's people that live in this very, very remote country. I've been on the mailboat tour once, and it's really something else when somebody rides down from their home that you can't even see. It's that far away just to pick up the mail from the mailboat. It's quite cool. And I understand that there's some really good wildlife watching this time of year, too. It really is. The bighorn sheep are very active this time of year in the canyon, and there's not a lot of traffic with other jet boaters besides the anglers that are up the river this time of year. So there's a lot of wildlife that's closer to the river for viewing. And one of my favorite times of the year is in February when the bald eagles come back into the canyon. And I'm guessing those bald eagles are cleaning up on some of those salmon carcasses? Yes, they are. Plenty of fish for them. They're very healthy. Makes perfect sense. Now, do you also get elk that come down to the river's edge this time of year, too? Uh, We do, and deer. And then, of course, the bear in the springtime when they're back out again roaming around. Right. Well, definitely a great reason to go on a mailboat tour. It is really unique, folks. It only happens on Wednesdays, but you can go to Beamer's Hell's Canyon Tours, and the website is hellscanyontours.com, and find out more about the Hell's Canyon Historic U.S. Mail Tour. It's been going on since, what, 1919? That's correct. That's amazing. Yeah, over 100 years. Wow, wow. That thing is probably about the only in the lower 48 mail boat that there is that offers something like this, quite the adventure. What else can folks do in the winter in your general neck of the woods? That's definitely the fishing. That's our number one attraction there. But we also have some award-winning wineries, so a lot of people like to kick back, listen to some live music, enjoy the wineries. We have breweries. 
And when it comes to other things to do inside, just across the river from where you're located in Clarkston, Washington, and Lewiston, Idaho, you get the Jack O'Connor Hunting Heritage Center. And this is dedicated to one of the most famous outdoors and shooting writers of all time, Jack O'Connor, who spent his final years in Lewiston. It's really a very impressive center. It really is. It's amazing. All of the mounts and animals telling the story of Jack and his life, his rifles, all kinds of guns, the photos. It's really first class. Yes, and and Jack's wife was definitely quite the huntress, too. And the two roamed the world and the Northwest and the American West, and quite a bit of their trophies are on display right here. So definitely worth a visit. Speaking of which, Lewiston and Clarkston, marvelous base camps for fishing or outdoors adventures, period. Yes, there's a little bit of something for everyone. You don't have to go too far, and we have some of the best groomed snowmobile trails in the Blue Mountains and ski bluewood. So there's a lot of activities if you like the snow or down here where we don't get much snow at 730 feet in elevation. Getting back to the fishing, one more thing I'd like to mention. We've been talking about steelhead fishing, and we've been talking about salmon. One thing we haven't mentioned is the walleye fishing, and I know that... You know, Boyer Park, that section of the Snake River between Pullman and Clarkston, is one of the best walleye fishing spots in the entire Northwest, isn't it? It really is. We've got a couple of local guides that do the walleye fishing, two or three of them that are quite the experts, and everybody seems to really enjoy it. All right. Well, whether you want to come here in the winter for fishing or for sightseeing and wildlife watching or just to take in North America's deepest gorge. Yes, even deeper than the Grand Canyon. The website to go to to plan your trip is very simple. It's visitlcvalley.com. That's visitlcvalley.com. That's a tourism site for Visit Lewis Clark Valley. And you can go ahead and call the tourism site. And uh, if you have any questions, just ask Michelle or her staff. They will be happy to help you out. Michelle, thanks for sharing your neck of the woods with us today on America Outdoors Radio. Well, thank you, John. This portion of the show is brought to you by our friends at WorkSharp. And if you are hunting this fall, you know the importance of a sharp knife. You're going to need it for gutting that animal, butchering that animal, taking the hide off that animal. And there's a good chance You have to sharpen it more than once while you're doing these things in the field. That's why a pocket knife sharpener or the guided field sharpener from WorkSharp are great items to have with you. Whether you're after deer, elk, pronghorn, or bear, a sharp knife helps you get things done after you drop that animal. Look for WorkSharp products at sporting goods stores, hardware stores, and ranch and home stores near you, or online at WorkSharpTools.com. That's WorkSharpTools.com. Turning to outdoors news, if you're looking for not just good rimfire ammunition, but the best rimfire ammunition, you might want to check out some cartridges from CCI Ammunition. From the Outdoor Wire, we learn that CCI Ammunition is proud to be recognized for releasing the most impressive and innovative 22 caliber long rifle target ammo of the year by Field and Stream. Its annual Best of the Best Gear Roundup is one of the publication's most popular features, and this year, CCI Clean 22 Hypervelocity was selected 
as the best rimfire ammo. Congratulations to CCI Ammunition. And now for something completely different, beaver relocation in the state of California. From the California Department of Fish and Wildlife, we learned that they have released beavers into the wild for the first time in nearly 75 years. A total of seven beavers were released into a valley in Plumas County to join a single resident beaver that is already there with the ultimate objective of re-establishing a breeding population that will maintain the mountain meadow ecosystem there. This benefits not only the beavers, but also habitat and numerous other species. Additional beaver reintroductions are going to be taking place soon at the Thule River Reservation in the southern Sierra Nevada. And if you're asking why they're doing this, well, CDFW Director Charlton Bonham has an answer. He said beavers help retain water on the landscape, which increases groundworking recharge, improves summer base flows, extends seasonal flows, and increases fuel moisture during wildfire season, effectively creating green belts that serve as wildlife buffers or breaks and providing refuge for wildlife. Beavers, once considered a nuisance, now considered valuable to our landscape. Looking for the perfect gift for the hunter or shooter in your life? Give them a Henry. These American-made lever-action guns shoot straight and have a classic Western look. Choose from a 22 caliber Henry for plinking, a heavier caliber for hunting, or even a shotgun for birds and small game. Better still, these guns come in all sorts of finishes, covering everything from use in the field or on the range to showing off the best-looking firearm in your zip code. Henry rifles and shotguns come with a lifetime guarantee. And if you help need deciding what Henry is right for you, just ask. The award-winning customer service team at HenryUSA.com will be happy to help you out. So, go to HenryUSA.com and order a free catalog and holiday gift guide. Then, find what you like, look for a dealer near you, and get a gift that will put a real smile on someone's face this holiday season. Start searching for your Henry now at HenryUSA.com. That's HenryUSA.com. We love our children. We protect them. We guide them. We prepare them for life in the world. With all that we do from deep in our hearts, we cannot control all things. Life-threatening illnesses and disabilities affect far too many of our children each year. While we cannot change the circumstances, we can make dreams come true. Dreams to provide hope, to provide spiritual healing and strength, to provide moments of happiness and relief in the darkest of times. We can give a glimmer of light and hope in a time of darkness and despair. Join huntofalifetime.org to help make dreams come true. To provide hope for children with life-threatening illnesses and disabilities, Hunt of a Lifetime is a nonprofit organization fulfilling dreams for hunting and fishing trips to youth 21 and under with life-threatening illnesses and disabilities. Visit huntofalifetime.org to learn how you can make a difference. That's huntofalifetime.org. Attention, small business owners. This could be the most important 10-minute call you will ever make. You may be eligible to receive up to $26,000 per employee through the Employee Retention Credit. 
Call Omega Accounting Solutions to see if your business is eligible to recover payroll tax pay during the pandemic. All it takes is a quick, easy, free 10-minute consultation to determine your qualifications. Call Omega Accounting Solutions at 800-309-ERC. Omega's knowledgeable staff will streamline the process of filing complicated paperwork. Omega is the small business champion with teams dedicated to maximizing tax credits. CPAs even turn to Omega for ERC guidance. Take advantage of this exclusive small business tax credit before it's too late. The three-year sunset deadline is setting soon. So find out if you qualify today. Call 800-309-ERC. That's 800-309-ERC. Or visit OmegaTaxCredits.com. Next up on Northwestern Outdoors Radio, we've got Mark Holyoke on the line. He's with the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation. And RMEF just allocated $250,000 for wildlife migration corridor mapping. Mark, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, John. Appreciate that. So this is just the latest allotment that the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation has given for this cause. You've actually given more than $3.5 million over the last six years. Why is it important to map these wildlife migration corridors? Well, it's super important. I mean, if you want to have healthy herds of elk, mule deer, pronghorn, antelope, moose, you know, all those uh, ungulate species, it's important to take care of those migratory corridors. I guess you can't take care of them unless you know where they are, you know, so that's that's first and foremost. So this funding is going toward determining where they are, and then once those are determined, the mapping is in place across these different western states so that biologists can use that knowledge, and then they can say, okay, we know where they are, it's important they go back and forth, they need to find the proper forage, the proper feed, and then we need to conserve, protect, and take care of these corridors so we can conserve, protect, and take care of the herds. And part of this probably includes things like wildlife crossings in terms of both underpasses and overpasses, not to mention removal of fencing. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, interesting, the timing of everything, we didn't know, but the U.S. Department of Transportation just released uh, millions of dollars for, I think it was 17, no, 19 different wildlife crossing projects in 17 states. And that's not just western states either. That happened in just the last few days as well. So this came out, the mapping, uh, and the mapping in part helps determine where to build some of these wildlife crossings, undercrossings, overcrossings, uh, fencing that goes along highways in pinch points, you know, where, where ungulates are going back and forth between, say, summer range and winter range. So it all ties together. It's all really important. And uh, for us, it's important to further elk-related scientific data knowledge the best we can. We've always been that way, and we'll continue to do the same going forward. Now, I understand that Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation has supplied grant funding to catalog 150 different categories in the western U.S. over the last few years. And you mentioned something else. It's not just wildlife crossing and fencing. Uh, There's habitat work that can be done to help improve these corridors, too. What are some examples of that? I know in in Washington recently, over in central western Washington, there was was an older crossing that wasn't that effective because it was just so gummed up with thickets that, you know, the animals couldn't even get to the crossing. So it's, it's a matter of of finding out where they are and making sure they have access and passage. But at the same time, you know, a lot of these migrations are lengthy. And so as they go along the way, they need to have forage. 
and, and that's really important. I know there's also one of the projects that we're looking at and helping over in Idaho is actually an old, not used overpass over uh, one of the highways or freeways over there, and they're looking at transforming that into uh, a wildlife overcrossing at the same time. So everything's different. Every state is different, but it's important just to work with as many knowledgeable folks as we can. And for us, while we don't do the actual on-the-ground work, except for some occasional volunteer projects, where we are able to put money on the ground and then reach out to partners and leverage some additional funding to put it on the ground to help make that happen. Turning to the holidays, December is always a busy month for the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation, and it usually is busy in Las Vegas, isn't it? It is. <laughs> yeah, we've got a we've got an expo that we've run out there for a number of years, the RMEF Hunter and Outdoor Christmas Expo. It's in conjunction with Cowboy Christmas Expo that they have downstairs. It's in the uh, the south and central halls in the Las Vegas Convention Center. There's hundreds of thousands of people that go through there. It's really quite an event. I mean. You know, it's late in the game to do Christmas shopping, but if you happen to be heading over toward Vegas or know folks that are over there, it's a a great place to go and to check things out. It's not just all about, you know, selling things. It is an opportunity for for a lot of our vendors to sell to the public, and that's awesome. But we do a lot of outreach there. We have the opportunity to, to tell people about who we are and what we do as they come through. They're in town with the uh, National Finals Rodeo, and that expo runs the same 10 days as, as the rodeo does. And so that goes on. There's some other additional things that are going on. There's presentations. Uh, I know Saturday the Western Caucus will be out there doing a, a Q&A session with some members of Congress, and so it's an opportunity to address some things that are important to our mission, and local folks can get a little bit of a say in about, you know, what they'd like to see happening or things that they know that are going on regarding, you know, wildlife hunting and conservation. So it's it's a big ball of wax kind of thing, but it's, it's a really fun and exciting event for us that's also a lot of work. All right. Well, you'll get through that. In the meantime, folks, it's also the end of the year, which means if you are a member of the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation, probably time to renew. And if you're not, you should consider doing that or maybe giving the gift of a membership to somebody else. The website to go to, rmef.org, the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation, doing great work for not just elk, but all sorts of other wildlife throughout North America. And I also love the fact that they have the tagline of hunting is conservation, something I believe in as well. Mark, thanks so much for sharing this, and a Merry Christmas to you and yours, sir. Hey, you too, and everyone out there. Take care. Next on America Outdoors Radio, it being the Christmas season, I thought we would share a heartwarming story with you that we got from Outdoor Life. It's all about a trapper who reunited a service dog missing for five weeks with his owner, a retired Navy SEAL. Quoting here from author Katie Hill, the reunion took place last Sunday in Port St. Lucie, Florida, when a retired Navy veteran and his beloved service dog were reunited after five long weeks. Now, retired Navy SEAL Tom Malik's service dog, a Belgian Malinois named Nikki, slipped through a hole in his backyard fence after she was spotted roughly two miles away from Malik's house in a wooded area near Torino, Port St. Lucie Animal Control, called on a local nuisance wildlife trapper named Jay Garish to help catch her. Garish set a cage trap in the area where Nikki was last seen. He used raw chicken as bait 
Gary set the trap so the wind would carry the scent in the general direction he figured the dog was living. He also hung a trail camera nearby to monitor the trap and the surrounding woods. Knowing that Nikki had been trained with German commands, Gerrish also played a loud video of German dog commands on his phone before departing in hopes of catching her attention. Now that is very clever. Within a half hour of Gerrish leaving the spot, the camera captured Nikki eating the raw chicken. The trap worked and secured the Malinois, who was unharmed from her weeks in the woods and unharmed from the trap. Garish and Port St. Lucie Animal Control returned to the site and collected the trap and the dog. Garish told a local news outlet that he was over the moon excited. He said his heart was pumping about hearing the news. And he said it's a feeling I could never describe to anybody to know that we might have her safe tonight. Garish returned to Malik's home with Nikki in tow. When Malik said, I saw them carrying Nikki into the house, and they said, that's my dog, that's my dog. The trapper let Nikki out of the cage, and Nikki went crazy, giving Malik kisses and hugs. After returning Nikki to Malik, Girish went the extra mile and patched the hole in Malik's fence to avoid future issues. Malik said that Garish absolutely refused to accept any money for his services. But Garish seemed rewarded enough by witnessing Nikki and Malik back together again. According to Garish, I don't think I've ever experienced anything like that prior in my life. To see that reunion, it was amazing. Well, I'll tell you what, Mr. J. Garish, you are pretty amazing too. So thank you for making this heartwarming reunion happen. And I'm wishing you, sir, a very Merry Christmas. You certainly deserve it. Speaking of Christmas, that is coming up very quick. As a matter of fact, next weekend is Christmas weekend. We'll be running a best of episode. We'll probably be doing the same thing on New Year's Eve weekend. The reason why? Because there's nobody around to interview. Everybody just seems to go home and spend time with family and friends and get out of the office. And that's exactly as it should be. I do hope that the Christmas season is a very merry one for you, and I hope you'll also remember the true meaning behind Christmas. Family's important, the gifts are fun, but it's really all about the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And if you find yourself a little bit of time on Christmas Eve, head on down to your local church and sing a few Christmas carols and get into the true meaning of Christmas. Here's hoping, too, that during this Christmas season that we may indeed see peace on earth and goodwill towards men and women, too. Both are certainly needed in the world we live in right now. We'll go ahead and wrap things up by sharing some Christmas music with you. And until next time, do remember this. Merry Christmas, God bless, and make it a point to spend some time outdoors. habitat equals more wildlife. Pheasants Forever is working hard every day to ensure there's more wildlife habitat for the future. Join the habitat leader and help create wildlife habitat in your community. To join us, go to pheasantsforever.com.
www.ghostbusinessclub.org.